history of the bands. Welcome, welcome, welcome to History of the Bands. I am your host, the human Google machine, Brandon with us. How is everybody's eyes doing goods? You know, it's the season finale of season three. And this season has probably been one of the great ones to me, uh, which all of them have been great to me. But I've really enjoyed um, the episodes in this season. They've been great. So on this episode and the season finale, we'll be talking about Seether. This South African rock band was formed in 1999. This band has won so many awards and have eight studio albums. So I'm not going to hold us up on this. I'm going to jump right in. Class is in session. First, the members. Let's talk about the singer and guitarist, Sean Morgan. Born Sean Morgan, Willigamold. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his last name, guys. That one's a different one right there. Anyway, he was born on December 21st, 1978 in... It's another one of them words here. Uh, Bloemfontein. 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 We're going to go with that. <laughs> anyway, Bloemfontein, South Africa. His parents divorced when he was still young. Sean is one of three children. He had a brother named Eugene and a sister named Lucy. Now, this is going to be fun and hard to say. He was a student at the Merchanton Preparatory School and the Marty Zisberg College of Premium Marty Zisberg. Yeah, those are some words here. <laughs> well, where he became a prolific front row rugby player for his age group, in his third year of playing rugby, Sean had injured his back and was unable to play anymore, which then led to him following his passion of playing guitar. At the age of 14, he discovered the Seattle grunge movement after listening to Nirvana's Nevermind album, which inspired him to become a musician. Now let's talk about Dale Stewart. Born Dale William Stewart on November 30th, 1979 in Irene, South Africa. That's all I got, guys. That's it. There's nothing else. He's off the grid. 
I, I, I couldn't get nothing else. Not a darn thing. That's it. Yeah. Let's move on. So the next guy is John Humphrey. So again, there, there's really no information. None at all. He is from Oklahoma. He's not even African. He began playing drums at the age of 13. He went to Moore High School. I did get that. He was in a band before Seether called Nixon. I got that. And finally, the most recent bandmate, Corey Lowry. So this must be a trend with this band. I got nothing. Not a darn thing. Nothing. He played in a band since the early 90s. Like multiple bands, not just one. Just multiple bands. Yeah. Like Still Rain, Stuck Mojo, Stereo Mud, Dark New Day, I Empire, and Saint Asonia before joining Seether. Now, I've heard of maybe three of those bands. Like, you know, Stuck Mojo, Dark New Day, and Saint Asonia. Now, Saint Asonia is pretty awesome. That'd be definitely uh, a band to look into later on, you know, because they're still kind of a newer band you know anyway so the past members are Jonah Grayling Tyrone Morris Dave Cohen Nick Oshiro Pat Callahan and this was a fun name guys and Troy McLaw Horn McLaw Horn <laughs> he's got the law and he has a horn <laughs> so screw it Let's get right into this episode. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey everyone, have you ever felt just down and out, depressed, like you need somebody? I've been there before, and when I was like that, I wish I knew about BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it is 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel like doing it. You can do it via text message, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever is convenient for you. If your therapist isn't that right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from an in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash History of the Bands. That is Better, 
H-E-L-P.com slash history of the bands. And thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast. Like I said, the band was formed in South Africa in May of 1999 under the name Siren Gas. The members was Sean Morgan, Tyrone Morris, and Dave Cohen. The band released their first album, Fragile, in October of 2000 under Musketeer Records. Even though the region's focus primarily on pop music, the band found success and eventually caught attention of American label Wind Up Records, who gave them a record deal to begin releasing music in North America. But once they signed to the label, they were told they needed to change their name due to similarity to Siren Gas and switched to calling themselves Seether after the band Vercula Salt Song. So in 2002, the band flew to America to work on their first album called Disclaimer. It was released on August 20, 2002 by Wind Up and produced by Jay Bumgardner. I wonder if he's related to Brian Baumgartner. Do, do, do you guys know who Brian Baumgartner is? Brian played Kevin Malone in The Office. I love The Office. That is such a great show. You know, I could watch that show like all the time. That's, that's like a comforting show. <laughs> anyway, a great deal of pre-production took place in South Africa before it moved to New York City. Then the album recording session began in Los Angeles. But not everybody could come over from South Africa to America, so the band kind of, you know, withered away and it was just Sean Morgan. Nick Oshiro auditioned and joined the band in 2001. Tyrone was replaced by Dell and Seether would also enlist Patrick Callahan in the fall of that year after performing alongside his then-current band in Philadelphia. Sean said, and I quote, With disclaimer, we were still pretty green and all the say-sos was made for us. We really didn't have much and most of those decisions, I felt, were bad ones. Last time around, we had a manager from South Africa. She wasn't very good at what she was doing, and she was letting the record label walk all over us. Unquote. Then Morgan said, and I quote again, the producer Jay Baumgartner was crap. Okay, you know, he's related to Kevin Malone. <laughs> so the recording... Uh, so the recording the album process was a very long process. The producer would come in the studio on Monday morning after we worked for the entire week and said, nope, do it again, unquote. Particularly because Bumgarner owned the recording studio and made a profit from them as well as you know producing them. So the longer they were there, he was making a profit. As a result, the recording process for the album took three months, unlike later albums, which took only around two weeks. So a lot of, you know, hoopla. They were, you know, getting ran over by the record label. The producer was kind of, you know, 
skimming some money out of them, you know, by making them like do stuff for long periods of time. Just a lot of crap being taken advantage of. So the track list is Gasoline, 69T, Fine Again, Needless, Driven Under, Pride, Sympathetic, Your Bore, Fade Away, Pig, Duck It, but you know, with an F in front of it. I don't cuss on here. I do my best not to do that because, you know, I'm a firm believer in God and what that Bible says. Yeah, I said it. Do something. Anyway, the last song is Broken. For a total length of 45 minutes and one second. The album peaked at number 92 on the billboards and went gold. See, there began a very long tour in promotion of Disclaimer in 2002. They performed alongside with Our Lady Peace and Seether was on a world tour with Evanescence. Fine Again was also included in the video game Madden NFL 2003. Near the end of Disclaimer Tour, they decided to return to the studio to record their second album, which is their first album, but redone with extra songs. <laughs> they just didn't like the way it was, I guess. It is called Disclaimer 2, released on June 15th, 2004 by Wind Up and produced by Jay Bumgarner and Bob Marletta. They went through a few drummers during this time. Josh Freese helped out and then Nick O'Shara, Dave Cohen, and John Humphrey was working on drums. The idea of releasing Disclaimer 2 was a record label decision. You see, Sean had worked on a version of Broken with Amy Lee while on tour and the song became very popular. So that is why the label wanted to redo it. So the track list is the same, but the new songs that was added is Sold Me, Got It Made, Cigarettes, and Broken with Amy Lee. The album peaked at number 53 on the billboards and went platinum. This is where the band's popularity started to grow. John became a permanent drummer during this time, so the band went back to the studio to do their third album called Karma and Effect, released on May 24, 2005 by Wind Up and produced by Bob Marletta. During the writing and recording process, the band experienced some setbacks. Morgan initially wanted the title of the album to be Catering to Cowards but this was vetoed by Wind Up Records. Also, Wind Up asked that the cover art be changed, and Morgan was asked not to swear on any of the recordings. Morgan then stated the album was the accumulation of a lot of anger and fear of the music industry and the people that happened to have power over their careers. The track list is Because of Me, Remedy, Truth, The Gift, Burrito, Given, Never Leave, World Falls Away, Tongue, I'm the One, Simplest Mistake, Diseased, Plastic Man. This song actually doesn't start actually till the 3 minute and 49 second mark. Just, just throwing that out in that. And the last song... <laughs> I might screw up. Uh, Calm say met my. Calm say met my. Yeah. 
Anyway, its total length is 60 minutes and 49 seconds. The album peaked at number 8 on the billboards and has gone platinum. The track Burrito was inspired by watching the Osbournes, it's, which is kind of funny. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched the Osbournes on MTV back in the day. Um, it, it was a very interesting show. I, I enjoyed it. But going back to the song Burrito, they didn't have a name for the song, and they was watching the Osbournes, and Ozzy was running around mumbling about spicy burritos. So yeah, that, that is how the name came about. Remedy went on to be their breakthrough song. Patrick left the band on June 15, 2006. He said he left because Sean and him just didn't see eye to eye and couldn't work it out. Not long after that, Sean went to rehab for what he felt was dependence on a combination of substance in August of 2006 which forced the band to cancel a tour with Stained and Three Days Grace. So you see, Sean really got himself cleaned up because he was dating Amy Lee and his drug and alcohol use was getting in the way and getting out of control. They broke up and he went to rehab. The song from Evanescence, Call Me When You're Sober, was about Sean. So after Sean got out of rehab, the band went back to the studio to make their fourth album call Finding Beauty in Negative Spaces, released on October 23, 2007 by Windup and produced by Howard Benson. Sean is the one who named the album. Dale said that Sean came up with it one day and it immediately just stuck. It was a timely and appropriate word to describe the last year that they had. In a shift from the previous albums, the band sought to emphasize the melody while complementing it with their traditional post-grunge sound. The track list is Like Suicide, Fake It, Breakdown, F-M-L-Y-H-M, which y'all can look up what that means, I'm not going to say it, Fallen, Rise Above This, No Jesus Christ, Six Gun Quota, Walk Away from the Sun, Eyes of the Devil, Don't Believe, Waste, and Careless Whisper, which is a George Michaels cover. For a total length of 58 minutes and 5 seconds, the album debuted at number 9 on the billboards with 56,900 copies sold in the first week. The album has since gone platinum. The album won Seether's first South African Music Award in the category Best Rock English, as well as their first MTV Africa Music Awards for Best Alternative Artists. A tour for the album in early 2008 lasted most of the year. Troy McLawhorn was hired as a touring guitarist in February of 2008. Now, Troy was made an official member by the band after the tour. Seether supported Nickelback on their Dark Horse tour in March and April of 2009. Sean and Dale confirmed in an interview on March 2nd, 2009 that after the Nickelback tour, Seether would take the rest of the year off to write and record the follow-up album. Seether made an appearance at a number of festivals during the summer, 
the band indeed entered the studio and spent months working on their fifth album called Holding On To Strings, Better Left To Fray, which was released on May 17, 2011 by Wind Up and produced by Brendan O'Brien, which, you know, he was one of the great producers. He produced Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. He helped, you know, produce that grunge sound at one time. So, like I said, after several months of recording music for their upcoming album, they in Nashville, Tennessee, Seether then began touring again in April of 2010 with the intentions of going back into the studio in the first week of June in order to complete the new record. The album found itself being much different than the band's previous release. Sean's screams are rarely found on this album. His lyrics reflect different subject matter. The album was described as being very strong, melodic, and heavy at times. The track list is For Q, No Resolution, Here and Now, Country Song, Master of Disaster, Tonight, Pass Slowly, Fade Out, Roses, Down, Desire for Need, and Forsaken for a total length of 46 minutes and 9 seconds. This album is the band's highest charting album on the billboards reaching number 2. The album also gave Seether their second best week sales with over 61,000 copies sold during the first week. The album had good reviews. Well, just right before the release, McLawhorn left the band and went back to Evanescence. So kind of putting a hurting on the band, but they pushed through. The band played the main stage at the Uproar Festival along with Avenged Sevenfold, Three Days Grace, Bullet from a Valentine, and Escape the Fate, and supported Three Doors Down on their European tour from November to March. On September 3rd, 2013, Seether announced the name of the compilation album titled Seether 2002-2013. through 2013. It was released on October 29, 2013 as a two-disc album featuring some of the band's greatest hits, unreleased demos, soundtracks, songs, and three all-new songs including the cover of Virkula Salt Seether. Well, after a big tour and finishing up obligations will wind up, Seether signed with Bicycle Music, which is linked with Concord and Spine Farm Music. They went back to the studio to do their sixth album, and it is called Isolate and Medicate, released on July 1st, 2014 by all those companies I just listed and produced by Brendan O'Brien again. There really isn't much about the making of this album, so the track list is See You at the Bottom, Same Darn Life, I'm not going to say the bad word that's supposed to be there, uh, Words Are Weapons, My Disaster, Crash, Suffer It All, Watch Me Drown, Nobody Praying For Me, Keep the Dogs at Bay, and Save Today. For a total length of 38 minutes and 48 seconds. The album peaked at number 4 and went gold. The critics seemed to really love this album. They loved the way they sounded on the album. The band went out on tour and it was a long one. 
So the band posted a picture of themselves back in the studio in 2016. So basically announcing that they were working on their seventh album called Poison the Parish, released on May 12, 2017 by Bicycle and others, and produced by Sean himself. So the meaning of this album was basically them doing their own thing. They were dealing with the record company that wanted the band to sound slightly more radio-friendly in terms of possibly pushing them towards an alternative rock band. So they did more guitars and drums just to be in spite. The track list is Stoke the Fire, Betray and Degrade, Something Else, I'll Survive, Let You Down, Against the Wall, Let Me Heal, Saviors, Nothing Left, Count Me Out, Emotionalist, and Sell My Soul for a total length of 47 minutes and 26 seconds. The album peaked at number 14 on the billboards. Critics seemed to like it, but it was said to be lacking originality. The band toured throughout the United States, adding guitarist Clint Lowry of Seven Dust to the touring lineup. In February of 2018, Clint Lowry returned to Seven Dust to begin touring and promoting their album. His brother and former Dark New Day bassist, Corey, took over the duties as Seether's touring guitarist. The band then supported Nickelback on their eight-week Feed the Machine European and UK tour. Before the tour ended, Corey became a full-time member of the band. On May 20th, 2018, Seether played in their hometown of Johannesburg for the first time in six years, which was a big thing for the band and the town. By the end of 2019, the band went into the studio to record their eighth and final album at this current time. And I might mess this up. You know, me and Nams would just don't always gel here. The name of this album is Sevis Pac Sevis Passum Parabellum. Hey, I think I did pretty good on that. It's just a weird name, guys. Very weird. Anyway, it was released on August 28, 2020 by Fantasy and Concord Records and produced by Sean again. The album combines the guitar riffs commonly found in the 1990s rock with the atmospheric sound. Not much on this album knowing it was during the COVID time, so, you know, they were probably like, hey, you, you stay six feet over there, I'll stay six feet over here, and we will record. Which, you know, highly doubt anybody ever did that. You know, a lot of people during COVID, you know, they told you to stay six feet away and we had all these regulations. But a lot of people probably didn't do it. You know, we, it was just, that's how it was. Anyway, the track list is Dead and Done, Bruised and Bloodied, Wasteland, Dangerous, Liar, Can't Go Wrong, Buried in the Sand, Let It Go, Failure, Beg, Drift Away, Pride Before the Fall, and Written in Stone for a total length of 51 minutes and 34 seconds. The album peaked at number 37, and as I always say, the band has been on tour ever since. Well, you guys are caught up on Seether. 
I love their emotional hard rock music. I remember when I first heard their song Remedy. To me, it was like a band that reminded me of Nirvana, but heavier. I love Sean's songwriting. After his brother's passing in 2007, the songs he writes about him are so amazing and you can feel the pain in them. I love his music. I will tell you the songs that he wrote about his brother. Um, they are Rise Above This, Tearjerker, Pass Slowly, and Save the Day. All those songs are just amazing. I, I absolutely love them. The band is such a great band and is and is always trying to make themselves better. Anyway, let's list my top five albums. Coming in at number five, Karma and Effect. Number four, Disclaimer 2. Number three, Isolate and Medicate. Number two, Finding Beauty in Negative Spaces. And number one is Holding On to Strings Better Left to Fray. This is my opinion, guys, and it is what it is. Well, guys, that's it for season three. We made it through a whole nother season, guys. And, you know, I've already been working on season four. So I already got the list of all the people that we're going to be talking about. Uh, I took suggestions from people that was saying, hey, do this band, do that band on, you know, like Apple Podcasts comments uh people that were just coming up to me that listen to the show and say hey you know do this band next time you get a chance so i have been taking in suggestions i already got a whole list of 10 bands that i'm going to be talking about for next season next season will start you know in january i'm going to take the christmas break off you know and enjoy that family time get away from the whole podcasting thing for a little bit and enjoy seeing my kids, enjoying seeing my wife, which I see them anyway, but you know what I mean, guys. But as always, if you want any updates, you know, I'm still gonna be probably posting random videos on TikTok. You can go over to History of the Bands and watch those videos, or you can go to Facebook and Instagram at History of the Bands, click on the shop now or the link tree, and you can head over to the store and buy yourself some merch plenty of shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, all that kind of stuff. On the link tree, you know, you can click on better help. Get you guys some better help. Use the promo code history of the bands to get 10% off. So that's, that's a good deal. 10% off on your first month. But as always, I ain't got nothing else left to say other than class dismissed. History of the bands.